Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. Thank you for joining us for this half hour. Now, let's talk. Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. I'm Tracy Morgan. Always nice to have you with us this time of day. Of course, this is our time that we get to talk to great professionals in and around the area about issues that are important to you. And today is our day with the VNA Lutheran Senior Life. And we're going to be talking about rehabilitation, but we're also going to be uh, folding that into the times that we're living right now. So we'll talk about that here in just a moment. Let me give you all the different ways that you can listen, though, because you can listen to us on the radio. We love you for it for doing that. But if you are listening to us on digital means, that's great as well. If you haven't made that transition, you can do that. What you can do, you can download an app that would go on your smartphone or your mobile device. You can listen on our website. That's WISR680.com. You just pick the Listen Live button. You can listen while we're broadcasting. Or you can go back to our website, pick Programs, Let's Talk, and then look for the VNA Lutheran Senior Life. And that will take you to our podcasting page. This is where you'll find this information that you'll hear today. All right? Also, your Alexa-powered devices. If you have your Alexa-powered device, you just say, Alexa, play WISR680. And that should be enough to bring us up there for you. And then you can listen to us again as... As we broadcast for the rest of our time together. All right, with me today is Jason Billack, and he is with the uh, VNA Lutheran Senior Life, and he is with the Rehabilitation Department. So, Jacob, thank you very much for joining me today. I, I do appreciate your time. Hey, thank you very much for having me, Tracy. And so we were talking a little bit before we, we started our conversation now, and, and I find it interesting in in what you are seeing with folks when it comes to rehabilitation in the times that we are living right now with the pandemic. And one thing that I, I guess I'll start our conversation this way, are you still seeing as many patients for their needs while we're going through these times? So, yes, we are still seeing patients at a, a pretty consistent basis. Um, there's always, in the world of home health, there's always ebb and flow. So there are always times when things slow down a little bit and things where uh, you are very, very busy. Uh, but we've remained relatively consistent throughout um, all, of, all of the things that are going on right now. And when you're doing some physical therapy or some rehabilitation, uh, taking care of patients in their homes, how have you all been uh, adjusting to that? What are your safety protocols when you're going to see someone? So it, things have definitely changed because being a physical therapist, uh, you are physically working with people. So uh, when there are guidelines out there that say, you know, try and stay six feet away, that's really, really hard tough, when yeah. you have to help somebody get out of a chair. So um, we're, we're constantly looking at that and reevaluating. Uh, we are following all of the CDC guidelines uh, for precautions. And then Lutheran Senior Life even goes uh, above and beyond in situations uh, where even if we we think we've got somebody that may be positive, we'd rather err on the side of caution um, than to be than to find out after the fact and go. We should have done something else. So, are you uh, getting tested at all, or do you wait till you may possibly have symptoms, or how do you handle that as workers of Lutheran Senior Life? So as workers of Lutheran Senior Life, it, it does depend on which facility you are working in. If you are in one of our dedicated uh, like nursing facilities or skilled needs facilities, 
those those people are getting tested on a much more regular basis just because of the amount of people they come in contact with. Um, in home health, we are getting tested uh, as we need, and we're following the CDC's recommendations on, um, you know, if we if we were to find out that one of our patients did come back positive, um, that we go through our contact tracing and that everybody is tested and quarantined as necessary. Since you're in, again, rehabilitation, outpatient, home health in that department, have you seen any of your clients, any of your patients uh, pick up some exercise during this time, or have you found that they have stayed sedentary? So, um, with, well, typically since I'm getting getting referred to go in to see them, um, these are typically patients where moving has been a little bit of a difficulty either because of health conditions um, and honestly with the, with the quarantine, we are seeing people that are a little more sedentary. I mean, even healthy individuals are a little more sedentary right now. Because I've heard both ends of that story, and so that's what I'm just wondering what you're seeing. You know, some folks out there in life and in society in general are picking up exercise. Well, it seems like on the other end, you have a lot of folks not taking up um, the initiative, if you will. And, And if you're already dealing with folks who have some mobility issues, how much more of a danger is that that they're not moving? Um, Not moving is really an increase in danger for all of us. Um, You know, we've heard the old adage throughout the years, if you don't use it, you lose it. Uh, So uh, we want to encourage people that, you know, in in their homes and when they have opportunity, um, get out, get out, do something, keep moving. Um, You know, there are plenty of ways to challenge your body in a safe manner in your home uh, so that we, we don't end up, uh, you don't end up having to see me. Right, right. <laughs> we like you, but, right? <laughs> right. I, I don't take offense to that. Uh, I've told patients for years, you know, the, the goal is for you to see me, for us to figure out what's going on, solve the problem, and, and ha- only see me on a social basis. There you go. <laughs> Pass you in a store somewhere. Absolutely. Okay, so something that you said to me again before we were uh, going to talk here is you said something about deconditioned. A body gets deconditioned. Can you give us a picture of what that means to you? So when we talk about deconditioning for patients, there is obviously a loss of measurable strength, but this is also about cardiovascular endurance. So you have those patients where they say, I used to go all day and I would do all of my chores. I would do all the little things I needed to do and I never really stopped. And now we find people go, well, you know, I'm, you know, I got through all the dishes and uh, I got everything put away, but then I had to sit down for 10 minutes. I, I just had to recover. Uh, you know, I had to stop and catch my breath. So uh, those are the type of things where we're trying to encourage people to find ways to continue to challenge their body um, in a safe manner so that we can build up that endurance again and get used to that previous level of activity. And again, does it matter the age whenever you're giving that statement or that warning or that, you know, that thought, if you will, because I'll go just with my own experience, and and I don't know if you're treating people my age or not, but... um, like I tried to pick up some exercise and then you get away from it and the stress of what we have to deal with I think plays a role because then when I try to get back on the treadmill for example it was like I just started you know and so it's like you wonder 
how I'm amazed at how little time it takes for a body just to feel exhausted. It is very, very easy for us to to lose it. Um, uh, you know, when I was in PT school, uh, there was a study that had come out, and, and it said roughly for every day that you were that you were just laying around or you didn't do much, it, it would take you two to three days of moving just to get back to where you were. So, and and I know that was for people who were in the hospital, but if, if we're just lounging around at home and, and we're not doing much, uh, you are going to see that loss of strength, that loss of endurance. Uh, you you will notice it pretty quickly as soon as you try and get back into your old activity. And how much of a role does stress play on our bodies when you're talking about rehabilitation and, and home health? Um, I know we're talking about being sedentary and, of course, the dangers of that to our bodies, but how much role does stress play upon making that even worse? It, it does play a big role. Um, you know, your your body is releasing all of this extra cortisol into it, so basically the body goes into a little bit of a panic mode. Um, it, so we start to store a little more fat. Um, our, our body starts to basically prep itself for a worst-case scenario. That's what stress will do to you. Um, you know, and the other part to it is, um, you know, there are people who stress eat. So we see people who I'm raising my hand, by the way, Jacob, just because that's one of their ways that they deal with stress. Yeah, I'm raising my hand. I don't know if you heard me, but I'm raising my hand on that one. <laughs> but but and that's yeah. a dangerous thing because you do you, you all of a sudden you're watching TV and watching the news and you're stress eating and you don't realize how much you've eaten. Right, right. All the bag of chips will disappear very quickly when you're yeah. not thinking about it. Absolutely. So for the the folks that you are seeing, and and again, folks, we're talking with Jacob uh, from Lutheran Senior Life VNA, the the rehab department, the outpatient, the home health department. And being a physical therapist, what are you seeing people, your patients right now, most often for? So a lot of times what I'm seeing people for is post-surgery, when we see people for hip and knee replacements or patients who have had traumatic falls and had a surgical repair. Um, And then also we see a lot of people who, uh, you know, they may have had harder lung complications uh, where they've had surgery, and they are deconditioned as a fact of what was going on with their body and the surgical repair for afterwards. Can you explain that breathing machine? I mean, the one, I've, I've been in the hospital before, and then you have to, like, breathe through that tube and get your lungs back to, to a functioning capacity, if that's the right terminology to use. What, what is the use of that? What, what, what are you trying to accomplish with that? So a lot of times um, respiratory therapy is using that, and what we're encouraging people with that is your lungs are are a muscle just like anything else, okay? I mean, they are an organ, but we have to keep using them, uh, and we have to kind of use them, otherwise we lose them. So the purpose of that machine is we're looking at, okay, how deep of a breath can you take? Um, and can you drive all that air back out? Um, you know, the lung is the lung is basically like a bag inside your body. So we have to make sure that that bag can expand the whole way and that when you contract and you try and blow all that air out, that we're 
that we truly are getting out as much as we can. Does exercise accomplish the same goal for our lungs? Yes. You are going to see, uh, as you as you get on the treadmill, Tracy, you're going to see uh, your lungs are going to start working. And as your body starts to demand more oxygen, you are going to put it, your lungs through a workout. So then let's go back to a patient of yours that has very little mobility. What is a good exercise for them? I mean, if they're not at the point of life of getting on a treadmill, I understand. But what can they do? Is it getting just up and out of a chair? Is it walking around their room? What would be a good solution for them? So everybody starts kind of at a different point. But when we have those patients where we go, okay, you know, 20 minutes on a treadmill is is not a possibility. Uh, What we want is absolutely we want you changing positions. Uh, We want you, if you're somebody who's spending a lot of time in bed, um, if you are allowed to get up and, and put weight on your feet, we want you we want you up, and we want you trying to change positions. Uh, I encourage people a lot to you know take walks around the house. Um, we want to see. Uh, I say during like TV commercial breaks, uh, if you're not really going to watch the commercials intently, that's a great time to get up and take a couple laps around the house. You know. So we always want people, we want you moving when you can, and as long as you can do that safely, that's what I'm trying to encourage. Now, I was asking you those questions, thinking of your lungs and and, and the breathing ability. What are some solutions, again, for those folks who have limited mobility if you're trying to work on their legs or their arms? Is it the same advice, or do you have specific exercises for those parts of the body? We we do have some specific exercises. We we work on things like seated marches and um, variations of different leg kicks, um, and so we do have kind of some protocols uh, that we can use with people and to kind of adapt those to see what they're allowed to do. Uh, I will say I've had a lot of patients recently where they're not allowed to put weight on one of their legs because of recent surgery that they've had. And so you have to become a little bit creative with that of, okay, how do we keep everything else moving when we know this person is only allowed to go from one chair to another um, for the next four to six weeks while their foot or their leg heals up? Do you find that a lot of your patients, I'm going to go back to the the idea of how we're living right now with COVID-19, but do you find a lot of your patients are still quarantined or are they, are they getting visitors at this point? And, and can you explain how people can easily not be nearly as active if they don't have people visiting? Well, so with, with being in home health, uh, a lot of times for that to be justified to an insurance company, this is a person who getting out of the house is considered a strenuous activity. So uh, a lot of times these are people that they've got limited um, interaction with others by the time we get there. Um, but one of the kind of blessings in, in disguise is technology. Um, you know, the ability to have an iPad in the house and do a video call. So they have an opportunity to uh, interact with other people uh, through those technologies, 
it also is a blessing in in the fact of a lot of times you would have somebody who you said i can't get to the grocery store i have to get somebody to do that for me now you know places like giant eagle and other stores um, they offer delivery so you can at least get things to your house um you know in an easier manner than having to bug all your friends and ask one of them to go out for you. And of course, if the need is there, I, I want to make sure that people know that, yes, those options are out there. But I'm going to ask this next next question, because if we get used to being um, sedentary, not as active, and we choose those options because they are convenient, and that's great. I'm glad that they are out there for people to use. Um, can that lead some people to not taking on the initiative of exercising a little more than they should? I think that that can be a little bit of a slippery slope (laughs) as far as our ability to isolate ourselves and still be able to um, enjoy all the things that that we find fulfilling at that time. Um, But I, I really do have a little, a little bit more faith in, 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 in human beings to say uh, that we do want to have that desire to be around other people. And once, once things are stabilized as far as the virus goes and, and, and all of those precautions, that we will get back to uh, trying to do some of the, our old activities. You know, we may see we may see adjustments, but I think we're still going to want to go back and see a Steeler game. Right. (laughs) Right. Uh, Jacob Lutheran Senior Life, uh, Lutheran Senior Life Rehab Services, outpatient home health. Um, And what other services are you offering people? I know we're talking about surgeries and, and getting that physical therapy done, but the whole department, what other services do you offer? So we offer a wide array of services. Uh, we obviously offer physical therapy. We also have occupational therapy, uh, speech therapy. There is uh, skilled nursing going in. We offer wound care uh, as well. Uh, so we've got, uh, we also have, uh, sometimes we have a nutritionist that's able to come in as well as um, social uh, medical social workers that can come in to try and help people find aid and assistance if there's anything that they're having trouble, you know, getting, whether that be equipment or other services. And we do have the power of choice when it comes to our home care, don't we? A- absolutely. Um, I, 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 I tell people, you can go and see whoever your insurance will cover. <laughs> Because it, it, is, it is an active choice, um, and uh, there are laws in place uh, to try and make sure that when we go to leave a hospital, that they provide you with all of the options that are available to you. Because in healthcare, the patient is the driver; they get to be the one who decides in the end. So, our job is to provide them all the information. And, and try and help them make a decision. And I always like to ask that of you whenever we're talking to Lutheran Senior Life VNA and the many organizations around here, because I still remember it was a while ago, not even in this county, but I remember being in the doctor's office, I'm sure for one of my sons, <laughs> and, and uh, when the office personnel came in, they said, well, this is who we recommend that you go to. 
And and I I just recall from the many conversations we've had from the great organizations in this county that you have the power of choice. It's just because there's a suggestion of who to go to doesn't mean you have to choose them. Uh, absolutely. The, the end choice is up to the patient. So, uh, you know, we, we take that as a, as a real honor and responsibility when people choose us. Um, you know, that's not a, uh, it's not something we take lightly. Now, Jacob, I know we still have a few minutes left with you, but I'll ask your phone number now or what's the best way to get a hold of VNA Lutheran Senior Life. And we can repeat this information again before we go. But what's the best number to call? Um, <clears throat> excuse me, where do we look online? So uh, when you're looking online, um, if you type in uh, VNA of Western Pennsylvania or you can type in LutheranSeniorLife.org, and that should get you to the main website, and then there are some drop-down menus to find us. Um, for the home health office, uh, it is located in Butler, and the number is 724-282-6806. And give us that one more time in case we're scrambling to write that down. <laughs> so that number again, it is 724-282-6806. When I'm at home and I hear somebody give a phone number, it's always when I can't find my pencil or my pen. You know, it's like, it's like, where is it now that I need it? Uh, Jacob, let me ask you a personal question, if I could. You're a physical therapist. Why do you like physical therapy? What drew you to that, that industry? Um, I, really, the, the big draw for me, uh, I grew up in a household uh, where my father is a machinist, uh, so I was always around mechanical things, and I, I was always interested in mechanics, and I, I just turned that into looking at the human body. So that's, that's how my evolution came about. And as you look at your industry... Um, it may be COVID, it may not be, but what's, what's a big challenge that you see that, um, you know, needs to be addressed? Uh, I will say one of the biggest ones right now that's coming up is uh, reimbursement. Um, there, are, there are things that insurance companies are looking at doing, uh, um, and even also on a government level, to say that they want to cut reimbursement for home health and physical therapy services. And, you know, if some of these things pass, we may see up to a 15% cut in how much we get reimbursed to see people. And I want to let people know that you you don't go into physical therapy to get rich. Uh, this is, this is a job where the whole goal is to help other people. Um, at the same time, uh, I know, when when people are getting out of school right now, they owe a lot because of the cost of the education. So there has to be that break-even point where you go, I can have a viable, you know, life and pay my student loans all right. at the same time. So right. reimbursement is really going to be one of the biggest issues coming up in the in the near future. And can you talk about uh, the great partnership that has been the VNA Lutheran Senior Life for some time now? I know it feels just like yesterday, but it's been a, a few years now that that partnership has been around, and and you've been able to expand services because of that partnership. Uh, absolutely, yeah. It's it's been about five years. I think I think I was one of the 
first therapist that kind of came on to staff right as right as that and that merger and that partnership was happening so um, you know it really has been exciting because uh, Lutheran senior life as an organization it, it, they're just wonderful um, they have so many services and uh, you know the the staff there it it, it really is it, it's a great place to be so um, you know, it, it's great that we have not only people that are in jobs where they can help people, but they they really, really want to do it. They really want to help others. So that's that's really uh, been a big benefit. So let's get your contact information one more time on how we contact Lutheran Senior Life VNA. And then I'm going to ask you your final thoughts of our conversation today. Anything you want to make sure that uh, we know as, as we leave? Maybe it's about, you know, getting up and exercising or doing our best right now during our, our um, the pandemic and, and how we're handling that. But let's first get your contact information, and then we'll go to your final thoughts. So when it comes to uh, contacting us by phone, uh, the main number for the Butler office is 724-282-6806, okay? And you can look us up online on at lutheranseniorlife.org, or you can just do a Google search and look up the VNA of Western Pennsylvania. All right, Jacob, since we were talking about physical therapy, we were talking about COVID today, uh, quarantining and, and exercising, keeping our body healthy, as healthy as we can, and having you come into our homes and, and help us out if we need it. What would you like to leave us with today uh, before I let you go? Uh, I will encourage people to take those few small moments throughout the day to get up and get moving. Um, a little bit of exercise here and there throughout the day that may total up to five or ten minutes does more for you than letting it go for two or three days and then going, oh, shoot, I really should exercise today. So a little bit here and there really does do you some good. Jacob Billick, a physical therapist with Lutheran Senior Life, the rehab services, VNA, of course, and their outpatient home health, of course, all services that you can take advantage of if you'd like to get in contact with Lutheran Senior Life VNA. And yes, you have the power of choice, so you can choose who you would like to take care of you. So, Jacob, thank you so much for your time today. We appreciate talking to you. All right. Thanks so much, Tracy, for having me. And folks, thank you very much for joining us for this segment of Let's Talk. We are out of time for now, but if you would like to listen to this again in its entirety, we invite you to join us on our website at WISR680.com. You pick Programs, Let's Talk, and then look for VNA Lutheran Senior Life. I'm Tracy Morgan with Let's Talk. The information and opinions shared on this program are solely those of our guests and do not necessarily represent those of WISR, the Butler County Radio Network, or its staff and employees.